listening to another episode of EdTech Shared. Grab your popcorn and over to your hosts, Linda and Al. In this episode, Phil's talking about immersive content and explaining at the beginning the principles of immersion. All those experiences, whether they're sensory, reading, art, music, whatever it may be. It's a really exciting episode. And Linda, I have a feeling this might be right up your street. Isn't it amazing how technology can be that trigger for our senses and how coming away from technology can also develop, like further develop um, the the students' memories. Uh, Phil explains this beautifully um, and how this can be aligned with pedagogical principles and how that will then ignite a lifelong curiosity for learning in our students. I really hope you enjoy this episode. I learned so much from it. In any discussion about immersive content, I always feel I have to start with an outlining of the principles of immersion and just simply that it's not something that's new. Immersion happens when you read, when you listen to music, when you watch a movie, uh, when you smell something that reminds you of something from your childhood perhaps or from a great holiday, anything. Those experiences can be good or bad and they, they can trigger immersion in your mind so your your brain takes you to that spot based on what you are experiencing around you what your senses are telling you so when we talk about immersive content in schools what we're really talking about is almost engineering a situation where we can create that intense moment where a pupil or a teacher anyone can be stopped in their tracks and think oh wow what what what's happening to me what's happening here and that is the moment when the immersive content that's properly done, that's properly constructed around solid pedagogical principles can have a massive impact on a pupil and their learning. So immersive content can come in many forms. It could be a sound clip, it could be some atmospheric music, um, something that that accompanies uh, some poetry, it could be Um, just switching the lights off and pulling the blinds down in the classroom and creating an immersive environment for something that's happening in the classroom. And teachers have been doing this for since teachers have been teaching. So it just underlines the fact that actually immersion is a very understood principle. And what we're talking about with immersive content is engineering situations where that immersive effect can can happen. There are two things to think about um, when using immersive content in the classroom. The first thing is that the use of immersive content in itself will create an engaging moment for pupils. They will be excited, they will want to use this kind of content. And that's something to watch out for because the danger is is that you can have some very happy pupils leaving at the end of a lesson, but did they learn anything? They might have been very highly entertained. They might have seen some incredible content that was very relevant to what they were doing, but, but did it move the dial? Did it move the needle in terms of what they knew when they left as, uh, as, as opposed to what they knew when they walked into the lesson? That's really important to think about. We also know that then when they encounter the content itself, there's another moment of engagement. And what we want to do is we want to turn engagement in the learning to investment in the learning, to turn that into something that opens that doorway in the mind to the learning content, the points, the principles, the concepts that you're trying to get across at that moment. And if you open that mind with content like this, 
then it's quite remarkable in that the, the pupils will really be receptive to what happens next. So yep, all about the wow moments because that grabs the attention, but really it's got to have the context. So wow followed by what next. If you've got the what next, that's the context, then when that doorway's open in the mind, we step in it, into it, into that open doorway with the learning content. And that's the power of immersion. That's when things really start to happen. The other thing to think about when using immersive content is the level of agency you have over it. Most of the time we're consumers of content, uh, whether it's video, uh, images, texts, we're consuming content that's been written or created for us. And that's very good to a point. But with immersive content, wouldn't it be amazing if you had some kind of agency, you were able to create that content yourself. When we uh, built Sandbox AR, our iPad app, that was really important to us. That we, and it was a big ask uh, from lots and lots of schools, was that we wish we could create our own content. But the bar to creating augmented reality content is, is pretty high. You, you have to have skills in 3D modeling, coding, uh, all kinds of things that actually create a barrier to doing that. And of course, the biggest one of all is time. Do teachers have time to make that kind of content? And the answer is usually no. So if we can create uh, an environment that allows you to easily do that uh, from uh, a selection of models and objects and stages then that means that pupils and teachers could begin to create their own environment so that's what what we've done with sandbox and uh, we've experienced now with watching schools and how they use it that they're creating amazing scenarios sandboxes and they're also not just exploring them as augmented reality objects that are on a desk or in a classroom floor but they're inhabiting those environments as well um, one of the things we thought was very important to do inside the app was to give users the ability to scale those things up. So if you've built a Roman fort, you can scale it up to life size, go out in the playground and you can walk around it. And that has a huge effect on pupils, huge effect. That ability to inhabit the environment that you've created and then to walk around it, literally walk around it, and what happens when you're walking around it using your iPad as a magic window? Your eyes are drawn through the iPad into the environment that you've created there. And because you're actually walking, your legs are moving, your brain is taking all these cues and your brain is going, I'm there. I'm actually experiencing this. And that's a key thing as well is experience. So if your brain's telling you you're there, when you come back from that experience and you're going to write about it, or any activity that's based upon that experience, you are doing it from just that experience. Not something that you've been shown from someone else's perspective, but it's from your own perspective. And this is, this is the real power of immersive content. Opening that doorway and providing pupils with something that really has an impact that moves that needle, that actually brings them into the learning and creates a desire to do more and to take that concept in, that knowledge in. That's really powerful stuff. And that's why it's so important that when we're creating environments like this, uh, apps like this, that we do it with a real pedagogical basis, that we really understanding what it is to, to move that needle 
to actually create a learning impact and allow teachers to deliver a learning outcome. Thanks for listening to EdTech Shared. See you soon.